Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Searching for Happiness podcast. I am your host, Joseph Grable, and today I have with me producer, audio engineer, and my best friend, Salvador Mortillo. How are you doing today, man? I'm doing good. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so excited <laughs> for this dude out of it. Like, no shade to anyone, because I love all my guests, but this is the one I've been waiting for the most, dude. And it's, I think it's the hardest one to, like, that we, to schedule. Yeah, dude, we've we've little context. We've scheduled this episode like probably fifty times. Yeah, and Salvador, either Salvador is so busy or I'm so busy, and it just never lines up. So I'm really happy to finally do this, bro. I know, I'm so happy. We have so much to talk about. I mean, we talk like every day, but like mm -hmm. we, we, we always have shit to talk about. But that's true. You know, of course, with the podcast, you know, we're gonna focus more on like our health and our mental health. And, of course, yeah. you know what life's all about recently. So first and foremost. You recently graduated, my dude. Yes, I did. How does that feel? It feels amazing. I like I graduated like a month ago, I want to say. Roughly. Yeah, about a month ago. About yeah. a month ago, maybe a little more. Um, but I feel like by the end of my like schooling mm -hmm. with all the other stuff I was doing, I felt like um, it just felt like something was lifted off my back. I like I spent like the 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 next like two weeks after graduation just like literally not working on any music and like just relaxing because I deserved it. Mm -hmm. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, and it just felt good. I think I did learn a lot. I'm super blessed, um, but I think I just like I was feeling a little overworked by yeah. the end. I I. I... I can understand that, man. Uh, you know, films like you went to music school. Um, you went to the music part of my school, the film mm -hmm. school, uh, Los Angeles Film School. You went to Los Angeles Recording School. You know, right. and they're kind of their their scheduling is really weird, and they're very their the work is pretty rigorous. On top of you actually, you know, producing on your own and audio engineering like in internships and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I can imagine like the weight off your shoulders got lifted immediately. Oh, yeah, for like sure. as soon as you got that little like paper, you're like, oh. Yeah, especially because I, I had been working kind of like professionally, like on the field, mm -hmm. like like maybe like almost a year and a half ago, I started like yeah, dude, actually doing that. Like majority of people I know. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Every time I hit you up, you're like, yo, I'm in the studio. I can't talk or like, yo, like I'm with this guess, or like yesterday, like you were calling. You had to keep oh making up. Yesterday I was, like, was so stupid. Dude, I, like, it was so I, funny. Me and Sabrina were <laughs> laughing so hard. We're like, damn, I can't imagine being that busy, dude. I know. I, I was like in between sessions and I'm like, I want to call Joe because we're, we're celebrating our birthday today. Yeah, yeah. So um, I... <laughs> I was on the phone with you and then like my client was calling me because she was outside and then someone else was calling me. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, dude. It's 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 good to be busy though, I think. I think it's, it's cool. There's like a, a good balance though. I'm starting yeah. to learn. That's good. I know for a while you didn't really have that much balance. I remember oh, no. you were you were going like kind of you know, not in a bad way, but you were going like kind of on a downward spiral of just like burnout. And like I remember Mm -hmm. you know the months of you having burnout and it was really hard on you dude i remember that yeah i i think it the i mean the moment of like waking up and being like okay i need to like start taking care of myself or mm -hmm. start taking care of my mental health was when it affects other people yeah you know and that's when you really realize you're like oh my god this has gone beyond me 
my own problem has become everyone's problem. Yeah, I feel it. Especially when it's something creative, like music. I like, I'm in the room with amazing people every day. And like, we, we have that mutual understanding of like, okay, we're going to be, we're going to try to be in a good mood and we're going to try to get this record done. And we have this amazing connection. Mm -hmm. But if, if I'm already burnt out and I don't come with the, with the best of mood, moods, it can definitely ruin the session, you know? Oh yeah. Ruin relationships, you know? And it's, it's something that I've learned, um, with that experience of like, having that and being like oh my god like i really need to take care of myself or else i'm not gonna get anything done you know yeah no i, I understand For yeah sure. i feel you man i remember i remember like through that burnout like you know we we were always cool there was times where i didn't think we were but you were just so busy where i was like did i like piss salvador off or the, but then i would hit you yeah. up be like yo is everything good between us and you'd be like dude like i've been working like 80 hours this week i'm like oh that makes total sense like i understand that so i like yeah yeah dude like and it's hard to get like i don't know i feel like out here there's this huge culture of like grinding you know and i feel I like agree. i got so caught up with that you know especially not you know not coming out of like not being from la like i was I, as soon as i came here i thought that was like the normal thing to do which is like yeah grind the fuck up yeah and like i mean to an extent it kind of is because you have to grind to live here mm -hmm. like, you just have to like that's just the territory that comes with living in la like right. you just have to but i think you know ultimately you went through a very human thing like you had to you know learn the hard way you know what i mean like you had to you know sure. see what works best for you what doesn't work best for you you know what works best for your friends what doesn't work best for your friends you know mm -hmm. i think you're handling it pretty fucking well if I, I mean, might add now I am. Yeah. Now, yeah. Now, but <laughs> like now you would have I'm never like, been well, able man. to con like do what you do now if you didn't go through those, you know, times, you know what I mean? That's true. And I remember those times like really hard. We would have conversations all the time too. Just like we'd both be burnt out. You know, you like, I'm a filmmaker, so it's a bit different, but like, you know, you're constantly in the studio. You're constantly on the go. You're constantly answering calls. You're constantly answering texts. And like, that's a lot to handle on your mental health. Sure. You know what I mean? To like co constantly be available to people like is, is like, a lot. And for some people, um, I'm like, like their work depends on me being there, mm, you know? And that, yeah. that's kind of like also like the, the, where the pressure comes, you know? Cause when, when you're like producing something, like a lot of times you're, you might be the only producer, you know, or you might be the only, the only person that they trust to create that, that record. Mm -hmm. And when you have, that like a multiple amounts of people and that like doing that and like trusting you with that mm -hmm. it gets a little bit i can see why it would get it's it's a lot dude and yeah there's only 24 hours in one day you know oh, yeah, and you can only sure. do so much because you still have to get sleep you still yeah. have to eat and like learning how to say no is so important bro i was the worst at saying dude, i remember no. we I was both worst. were really bad at it yeah even now i mean sometimes i'm still thinking like oh should i do it oh i'm really good at saying <laughs> i'm really really good at saying no now like yeah. I, I have no shame in saying no to people now like i mean you know like sometimes you hit me up to go out i'm just like no yeah. you know what i mean like i have no shame in it because it's like what la taught me and i think you'll relate is that at the end of the day even if, even if you're married even if you're have a significant other it's you against the world at the end of the day you yeah. know you have you know like you're saying like you you know, you had, it was affecting your friends. It was affecting your family, mm -hmm. but like really it was affecting you the most. Of course. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you were losing sleep. I remember like some days you'd be like, I haven't slept yet. And I'm like, <laughs> go to bed, bro. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And so like, 
it's really crucial to take care of yourself like that. And I think saying no, dude, is like the first step to getting to that process. You know what I mean? Like I used to feel shamed when i would say no and i'd feel so bad but now like that i'm older and like Uh i've had enough people take advantage of me you know and i'm sure you feel the same Mm -hmm. way that you're just like it's okay to say no like if someone gets upset with you because you say no that like that's not your problem that yeah you know and i think that's i think you told me that actually like you know when you were like in your burnout stage you're like Mm -hmm. i think i just like I started telling people no and it's just like not my problem like you know like i can only take so much and like right. after you said that i was like damn i was like homie right like yeah. <laughs> like like it's true like i i don't know I, would, I used to get so anxious like i remember like when because i get um I, w- I was working out of like a couple different studios yeah yeah and that's all i'm like kind of my own boss when it comes to like sessions and all that mm-hmm. so people would just hit me up 20 awesome. minutes in advance, an hour in advance That's before stressful. a session and being like, hey, can you do it? And I'm like with my friends or I'm like technically free and I'm trying to figure out, should I really do it? Mm-hmm. If I say no, am I losing an opportunity? You know, and then I would just get like so anxious and I would like leave the message and like be like, okay, uh, let's think about this, you know? Yeah. And like, But now I'm more like, okay, if I'm even with my friends or I'm doing something different that's not work-related, that's also doing something. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 I'm busy. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> I, I think it's really good that you're constantly busy, though. I, I think it's good because it's. See, I'm, I'm the opposite. I'm not constantly busy because my, my career is different than a music producer. You can go into a studio like every day. You know what I mean? As to mm-hmm. where like I have to wait constantly for projects, and then I gotta go. Yeah, like, like sometimes like I gotta travel really far for them. Sometimes I don't. You know, and like me, like I have a lot of free time on my hand. Like you probably work like I guess in like sixty to eighty hours a week on you know, on top of hanging out with friends and trying to get rest and at the time in school, you know yeah. what I mean? As to where like I probably work like thirty hours in the film industry a week and then I have all this free time and dude, not being busy in LA is stressful. Like it sounds weird, but it's very stressful because it's like, how am I gonna make money? If I can't get, if I can't stay busy, you know what right. I mean? And so like, that's like where I, I started getting burnt out to the fact that there wasn't enough opportunity. And so I had to start finding new revenues to make money, you know, like DoorDash, Uber, all this and that, because it's like, you have to stay on top of your game out here. Mm-hmm. Otherwise you're going to sink so fast. It's not even funny. Yeah. One thing I've learned though, it's like also like, you know, the, this podcast is all about seeking for happiness, right? Yeah. And it's all like, that's something I've been learning too. Like, what is it truly making me happy? You know, mm-hmm. I think for the longest time, even my degree is on like audio engineering, which is something I'm, I love. I'm really good at. I can do it. Mm-hmm. But my love is honestly in like the music production and like yeah. mu- music creation and like even some songwriting and that's stuff I'm realizing now and that's so easy that's why it's so easy for me to say no to like mm-hmm. those types of gigs because now i'm like i really want to focus on what i really love yeah which is music production that's and it's creating the music so i'm i'm trying i'm going through this thing right now where i'm just kind of transitioning to production mainly it's awesome and, and like of course it's harder because i get less work because it's you know, it's not it's not really like a title yeah. or like a job description being a music producer. Yeah, but I think, dude, like I 
like for instance i think that's a very smart choice though because the more you do that the more opportunity in that section is going to come to you i remember like this story i don't know if you know this story but like matthew mcconaughey remember when he was like really famous for all those Uh rom-coms we got like super fed up with it obviously he didn't work for like 15 months because he just kept saying no no Mm -hmm. no no and like they were millions of dollars millions and millions of dollars and he was just not satisfied like you're saying like you love the production side not particularly what you have a degree in but you love more the songwriting the the producing of it and so like he was the same way it was like i don't I want to act in dramas. I want to act in action movies. Like I want to act in right. like, movies that don't make people, you know, like I guess don't view him in a romantic rom-com guy anymore. He wanted to be taken seriously. Uh-huh. And so that's what he did for like 15 months. He didn't work. You know what I mean? Right. So it's it's smart that you're doing that because eventually if you hold out long enough, that's all the work you're ever going to get is what right. you want. You and, know what I mean? And people will start seeing you differently too. Like, you know, when you're in the studio as an engineer, it's a little bit different than being in the studio as a producer, you know, mm-hmm. like as an engineer. How, how so? It's it's like, so the producer is more in control of like the actual music and like it's he's basically running the session and like creating the songs, you know. Okay. Um, while the engineer is basically getting paid an hour per hour for mm. like just recording or mixing, whatever that might mm-hmm. be. So he's not really involved in that area. And I feel like there's, like, the culture of, like, audio engineering here is not very, like, people don't take it as seriously, you know? I feel like there's been times where I've been in sessions and, like, people are just bossing you around, thinking that it's super easy to do it, you know? And you're getting paid an hour, so you're not not as important as the other people that are working mm-hmm. on the project, you know? Uh, which is very common, and it's, like... I don't like that energy either. I hate that type of energy. Yeah, and like it's film sets run very similarly. Right. Yeah. And like there's like kind of like it feels like almost like a hierarchy of like who's on top of each other and like who runs the session and like yeah. You know the engineer sometimes feels like you're like the lowest there, you know, mm-hmm. the one with the less like like decision making power. And, and that's frustrating, bro, because I've been on like film sets and like you know I'll be like a PA mm-hmm. or someone on the lower hierarchy like you're saying. And like it's a huge difference dude like people will treat you way differently by your title yeah it's it's very how would i say it's so common and it's so how would you say this it's so common that it's normal here you know what i mean like people don't people don't even like acknowledge it when they're doing it anymore Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like you go on a film set people just yelling and screaming and like calling you mean names sometimes right. and shit like that and there's nothing you can do about it especially if you're a nobody you know yeah. what i mean like you just gotta take it people don't realize what the work that it took for you to be in that position in yeah the first or place. even just even you know get to that location in in general you right. know what i mean like <laughs> i remember like me and you we didn't have cars forever i mean i don't know if you you're still working on your license and stuff but like yeah. like for me like i didn't have a car forever bro and you right. still you still have to deal with this i'd have to uber everywhere or take the bus and like people like don't realize how much effort that takes to get somewhere as mm-hmm. well. And then just to go to work and like be pretty much, I wouldn't say degraded, but like pretty much just told and bossed around like disrespectfully is so stressful. Like I, and like being an audio engineer, I can see like, I can obviously see that happening a lot, especially when you're in a room with artists yeah. that you might not even, you know. And just with. like 
kind of like a disclaimer this is more like audio engineering for like music yeah, yeah. oh yeah if it's yeah if it's post you're fine yeah 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 <laughs> for <good>. sure for <laughs> sure a little disclaimer we're talking about audio we're talking about music um yeah. but yeah dude like it's you know that's what i love our friendship though too is i get the perspective of the music career and you can have the perspective of a film career. right you know now mm-hmm. we're blending our careers together with my thesis right you know yeah I mean? exactly so and like, like that's kind of the stuff that i'm i'm also passionate about like i love audio still and i but I, i'm passionate to like take it to a next level that's not music related maybe mm-hmm. like film you know um but yeah you know like for for the the whole like audio engineering aspect of it i also like at the beginning of the year i don't know if you remember but i was also i like like i had a i have an engineering job at this one studio but i also started like a internship at a different one mm. and it was like a big um how to call it it was like it was a big big studio very well known cool clients you know um but it just like seeing like that like some of the interns or some of the runners or like the assistants like took like years to get to where they are to just be an audio engineer also made me realize i'm like i don't know if i have that time i don't know if i want to yeah. spend that much time focusing on that when i know my heart belongs to like the actual creation because i know i'm not going to get that opportunity if i stick to that lane you know yeah I'm, I'm starting to feel the same way man i don't take jobs anymore that i don't particularly have interest in as to where when we first started we kind of just take what we want like right. what we can get mm-hmm. you know what i mean because that's how it is but then you know like you're saying like i see like production assistants that have been production assistants for years right you know what i mean i'm like i don't and just want to that. go up that ladder because it's such yeah. a so many steps to get up there so many like and then you know and just talking to the people that are already there it's like okay some of them wish they could have been producers or like yeah. they that's still one of their passions and i'm like i honestly want to focus on that for this next lucky year yeah. honestly i feel like it has a lot of it has to just do with who you know too like yeah true you know what i mean like a lot of people that start at the bottom don't really know anybody you know as so like you get like uh you know some people are just born into it you know what mm-hmm. i mean and they're already at the top and that shit's frustrating but right. it makes sense because you know they're born exactly into it. and you know like i think that really overall it doesn't really matter where you start as long as you have you know like i guess the right destination in your heart like you know where you want to go with it you got to let people know as well you know, and like, that's the beauty I think I love about our careers is people ask you as well. Yeah. I don't know about you, but people ask me all yeah, the time. For sure. Like, what do you actually want to do, man? You know, right. and sometimes that gets you places. Sometimes it doesn't, you know what right. I mean? But you got to learn to take advantage of those as well. And you got to learn to be like comfortable with like asking for help as uh-huh. well. That's my biggest lesson this year is like, I got to for help. Asking for help is because like, I've been a very like, even with this podcast, I've been a very like one man show. And like, a lot of it has to do with like, I don't know, maybe like insecurities uh-huh. and like, like not to be like sound weird, but like, I also kind of like, don't want to split the amount of work if it's mainly my idea. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want someone else to fully benefit off of my idea that I created. I circulated, right. you know, I thought of, you know what I mean? Like, it'd be great to, you know, like say like have a co-host every now and then, but it's like, they would really have to like help me with like majority right, of the it's gotta stuff be really is like balanced yeah i have friends that have co-hosts that like don't do anything mm-hmm. at all you know what i mean like, i can't do that you know what i mean so like i feel like do you ever like run into situations like that as like an audio engineer or even a producer though yeah i mean there's like there's a, definitely a lot of collaboration mm-hmm. when it comes to producing yeah. like um i i want to say like 
um at least recently i've been more keen to like bring people into records and i love doing that just because like um for example i i can play a little bit of guitar i'm yeah. not the best whatsoever you're, you're underestimating yourself a little bit but yes you can play guitar <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, you're pretty like, good but, but that's compared, good. compared to like my network of guitar players well of course have, dude you I'm got people gonna, you got I'm people not. playing guitar since they were like six out here you know what i mean right so that's what i mean like sometimes when it comes to like a big project there's things that i need to I, like i start to realize that i might not be the best at so i want to outsource people that makes sense you know so for example a couple of new songs that i'm working on like they're very guitar based i can produce it i can like kind of like make the skeleton of it and then bring it to someone and be like oh shit, sorry. <laughs> bring it to someone and be like um you know i want you to lay this down mm -hmm. like properly yeah you know it's still my idea still this you know but now it's become more of a collaboration yeah so i, I do that a lot i think but there's never like competition ever that's good when it comes to that i don't yeah i don't think there's really like i've never been in a competitive situation in my career like i've been in like oh you know first come first term type deals but right. like i've never been like in a competitive way you know what i mean uh, yeah same i i think the the only like kind of awkward or like conversations are when it comes to like splitting like like you know percentages of like masters or like you know yeah. publishing for songs but that's not even even that no one really cares about that <laughs> yeah that's true that's true man and like you know so everyone's different as well true you know what i mean you never know who you're gonna meet you never know who you're gonna run into you just you just never know how you're gonna collaborate with that person as well you know what i mean has do you think, because you immigrated to this country from Peru, mm -hmm. um, which congratulations on that. That's already hard enough, let alone <laughs> a music career, you know? And so, like, do you think it kind of gives you an advantage or disadvantage? I feel like it gives me, it gives me a little bit of an advantage when it comes to, like, things I can bring to the table. I feel like um, just for from all the things I've seen and all the places I've been to, like I can kind of bring in a little bit of that to mm -hmm. like the music itself. Yeah. A little bit of my culture, you know, something mm -hmm. that like maybe another producer might not have, mm -hmm. you know, uh, I think in that end it's cool. Yeah. I do. I do like, um, think it's easier for me to connect with like uh, Latin X, like artists, you mm -hmm. know, that speak Spanish and like, I can speak with them. Like that's, super helpful yeah you know you, you know you know a few languages too i mean i mean i want to i want to say like my mandarin has is so bad right now <laughs> well of course you haven't lived in china in years but you yeah know, like it's still it's still pretty impressive and i think i you can know, like it understand give a you, little bit yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely i could see how it gives you the advantage you know too as well as just knowing all those other languages like you're saying like it helps you communicate mm -hmm. with people better see like that's where i run into like some people like i don't know how to even with sabrina like i don't mm -hmm. fully know portuguese so like sometimes we have a hard time communicating you know what i mean and so like you know i think it's very resourceful and i think you also understand what it means to like live non-luxuriously as well you know oh yeah yeah you know what i mean like uh -huh. i mean so many people here that have like never actually lived 
you know, I wouldn't say poor, but haven't even really lived middle class in a sense. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people, at least I meet, are very, you know, wealthy or people that grew up in SoCal, not saying they're wealthy, but grew up in like SoCal and they never really like experienced things outside of like United States. Like I haven't even left the right. United States yet. You know, and I haven't been, you know, and I've, I've been noticing these like this last year that not purposely, uh-huh. but I've been getting cockier and like just more kind of stuck up, not purposely, like I'm not trying to, but I feel like it's just the way LA tries to shape you as well. Cause you have to learn how to say things a certain way to get your point across. Mm-hmm. But you, the, the hard part is, is not trying to hurt people's feelings, but True. you always hurt people's feelings. So at least someone's feelings get hurt. Oh, you know what sure. I mean? Yeah. And so like, that's my thing. And like, I feel like you know, that's where you have a step ahead, too, is you're also very humble. Like, I mean, that's why, like, our friendship works so well is because, like, you know, you're very down to earth and you're very chillaxed and you're like, yeah, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. <laughs> that is me. I like uh, my friends tell me I'm like so grounded and like you are, dude. Like, <laughs> you're very but, like just chill. And, like you're like, yeah, it's whatever, man. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> I just think like whenever I go back to my country, like people do not care about social media they don't Mm -hmm. care about what the what they're wearing all this stuff like it doesn't matter yeah and like they're just the happiest people you know of course we have a lot of problems politics poverty all this stuff you know but like the the problems are different you know what i mean yeah out here people get worried about looks and about um how like how they come across to other people while Mm -hmm. over there like I feel like nobody nobody really cares what yeah. kind of shoes you're wearing. That's what that's what you know a lot what I mean? of like Sabrina says too is like and you're both very humble and you're very you're both very like laid back and chill and mm-hmm. easygoing. I think that has a lot to do with this cuz even I'm guilty of this like I constantly worry about like my teeth or like how I look or how I dress because when you go out in LA it's like you never know who you're going to meet. You know right. what I mean? You want to be presentable. And as to where like I'm excited to go to Brazil cuz like I've been sucked in this world for like three years straight, like zero breaks. You know what I mean? Even when I go back home, I'm still like stuck in that world in Oregon because it's like, although they don't really care about social media, it's still like a status quo out there. You know what I mean? Right. You got to, someone's always trying to prove something. You know what I mean? And like, maybe I shouldn't care as much, but like when I go to Brazil, like I'm excited because like, she's like, Joseph, like literally no one gives a shit about like what you wear, how you look, like you can... You can like walk down the street and like be, you know, just calm like yourself, just do your thing. Mm-hmm. And like, she's like, no one gives a fuck about social media. No one like, it's all about family. And like, it's all it about is. just like actual life work out there. And that's something I have personally haven't, you know, had a hold of in years, like probably four or five years. Cause I've been on my own for so long. Yeah. And like my family I love my family, but we're not that close. You know what I mean? As to where, like, Sabrina's family, they're, like, I've never seen a family so close in my life, like, in my entire life. Like, they're just, like, they talk all day, every day. And I'm, like, whoa. I was, like, that's that's, that's cool. Like, that's how I want to be with my kids. You know what I mean? Like, I want my kids to be able to be comfortable doing that myself. And so, like, my mom and me talk, like, twice a month. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, and talk, like, honestly, like every week maybe yeah see and that's good that's really healthy dude and like you know i've been trying to get better at that as well because like someone i, I think it was like a i don't know if maybe it's like a youtube short or just a youtube video or something but someone like pointed out like how many times do you see your parents a year or how many times do you talk to your parents a year 
And it was like the certain number. He's like, okay. He's like, times that by like however old they are, how many years do you think they have left? And he was like, so you're only going to see your parents like 50 more times. And I was like, that's crazy. I was like, that's depressing, dude. Like, so like ever since then, I'm like, okay, like I've made it more of an extra effort. And that's why I'm excited to go to Brazil is because like, I feel like it's going to humble me in a way because I've noticed I've been getting kind of more antsy and cocky and like not purposely i'm not trying to and that, just... that's the interesting part about like you know going to different places seeing what other people do mm-hmm. you know because i feel like out here people kind of like they all do do something you know in the industry they do something like in music tv the grass film. is always greener somewhere else but like people over in other countries you know they i feel like they they have other perspectives in life. Like, and there's things that are like yeah. are more important to them, 100%. like family and I agree. all that. And, and it's just very fascinating. Cause it's like, you know, they could be living like, you know, really, really humbly not have too much to eat or like not have too much money, but they might, they might be like happier than yeah. how we are, you know? <laughs> That's what I've noticed, bro. That's what I've really noticed <laughs> is like, especially like these last few months, a lot of people that have less, are usually happier you know what i mean i really like not always you know not always of course there's always depression and anxiety but like when you're not like caught up in this world of like social media and you're not caught up in the world of like fashion and you know grinding and this and that everyone grinds you know at the end of the day everyone grinds because everyone has a job and they Mm -hmm. gotta go to work but like la is just like this next level of like you have to have multiple jobs at the same time and you have to make it you just have to make it work otherwise you're gonna sink you know what i mean and so like when you go to a different country say like brazil like sabrina's dad can eat uh you know eat enough have enough for rent he has like multiple houses that aren't even expensive because the whole world is just so different on that side you know what i mean like it's more it's easier going as to where here like we're constantly stressed because everything's expensive or we're constantly stressed because of a certain opportunity we missed out. And I think, you know, I think that's where you kind of get the upper hand as well as you know how to separate yourself from a loss as to where, like, I've noticed some people can't separate them, including myself. I can't separate myself from a loss. Like I dwell on it forever. You, you're like, it's cool. I think just like, I, I tend to, I don't know. One of my my mentors told me this. Like, if if it if if it affect if it's gonna like affect you, or you're gonna keep on thinking in the next thirty minutes, is it really like that important to like ponder that idea? Or, yeah. Like, so I I tend to like um, things don't really bother me too much if things do happen or like things do not happen mm-hmm. or an opportunity's lost. Sometimes I see it on the good end. Like, there's a lot of sessions that. I was like supposed to be booked for and like I didn't get mm-hmm. um, and they've been with some artists that I like really loved, you mm-hmm. know, um, but just the fact that someone called me for it means a lot. Yeah. You know, it means that like maybe I'm in that level of like being that good at what I do or like, you know, that you're able to appreciate. Yeah. So I'm have. like, I'm, I'm able to appreciate those those things regardless if I do get a, like the opportunity or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I, that's something I've been like trying to like really kind of step back is because like sometimes I'll be like, yo, like I'm just not getting enough or good opportunities or whatnot. But then I think back, I'm like, bro, I'm like, 
sometimes you make more than you did in like two weeks at a job. Right. You know what I mean? And like in those moments, uh -huh. I feel like that's why people get so caught up in LA is they forget about those things. Everyone gets lost, so lost in their ambition out here that they forget to celebrate the small wins. And yeah, like, it's all about that's, celebrating that's that, what you know? I notice about you is you always celebrate the small wins. You know what I mean? Whether it's big or small, you always celebrate them and you always like acknowledge them. And like, I like commend that because I'm not a person that Dude, does that. Thank I'm you. Just, yeah. I'm just like, if it's not big enough, like I, I play it off. Like it's nothing. Well, you know, even if it is a really big thing, I was like, and there's this, this crazy trend on TikTok of like people being like, it's like a, either a producer or a rapper thing it's like oh damn like this this guy like it's a scene of this guy basically being sad about how he did like he doesn't have that many people listening to his music mm -hmm. but then it kind of the, the video goes back in time to for him as a kid kind of talking to himself and being like oh you have people listening to your music like you have someone yeah listening, i've seen you those, know yeah and those are like honestly it makes me like think a lot because the other day i was the same way i was like i remember Two years ago, I was so happy to be in the studio like once or twice a month, you know, mm -hmm. I would like in those days would make me the happiest because I'm like, yeah. oh my God, I'm here yeah. doing what I love, you know, um, these days I have, I go almost every day, you know, mm -hmm. and I like forget that like I used to not have that privilege, Yeah, you know, I, I, I completely relate because sometimes You know, even with this thesis, like I've been getting very overwhelmed with a lot of things. You know, mm -hmm. I, when you arrived, I was on the phone with the producer right. being like, yo, like we need to figure out this whole issue right now because it's driving me crazy and I don't know what to do about it. And, you know, I would like I think it was like two days ago. I just like sat back. I was like, dude, I was like you used to sit through a straw on a hospital bed. I was like, and you're complaining right. that you're having a hard time getting people to text you back on a production you're about to do like run with like 20 to 30 people like mm -hmm. and you're the boss you know what i mean like i was like you need to take a breather homie like yeah you know, i was like talking to myself like you need to take a breather like step back and like realize what you're doing right and like and it's so good, crazy like, like how grateful you should be for yeah it. seeing you and me like just grow Because I've oh. known you for so long. Dude, we've known each other for <laughs> three, over three years. Three we, years. like, you guys don't even know. This dude's, <laughs> like, my brother. Like, we, I will <laughs> never forget this. One time we were so broke, I texted him, and <laughs> I was like, yo, bro, I got, like, $4. <laughs> He had, like, five or six. <laughs> we went to the grocery store and bought just, like, I think, like, pasta noodles. Yeah, we had And, like... Uh, I made the Alfredo cream. sauce from scratch. I had some like spare chicken in my fridge. Yeah, yeah. Then we we, we you know we ma we made a meal, bro. And like that was like, you know, that's a memory I'll never forget because like I don't think I've ever had like a friend like that as well. You know what I mean? Same. Like we were both going kind of through it, and like yeah. we were both new to LA, and like you know we have like high expectations when you come out here, but then you realize pretty quickly that it's like very expensive. It's mm -hmm. like high cost of living, and like while you're studying you barely have time to like actually work too exactly you know so it, that that day like i'm um, definitely core memory yeah dude for sure. definitely do that whole like that just whole that whole year great. bro that whole year because we struggled really hard that whole first year i remember that like because we're you know you gotta like yeah. slowly transition into this shit out here like yeah if you if you get into it too fast you're gonna go crash down so like i see <laughs> yeah. it all the time i don't know about you but i see it all the time like people 
get in over their heads like way too fast. That's why I'm glad we went through what we went through because I feel like it prepared us more for yeah because like our careers are progressing now and i feel like it prepared us more to like appreciate it as to where like i see people that just like like get big like that or like they just you know they automatically just have like this good job that they get they just like lucked out and got it or Mm -hmm. like nepotism you know what Mm -hmm. i mean like their family was a part of it before and so like you know, going through those moments, dude, I think really shaped us. And I think yeah. it, I'm so glad we went through them together, though, dude. Yeah, we, we, we used to like fucking get like 7 Eleven pizza. Oh, dude. <laughs> dude, I had some like the other day. Dude, that shit's so, <laughs> so bad. bad. And we used to think it slapped, dude. We were, like, I remember we were that. that hungry. We were, like, yeah, we we're like, oh, dude, this is so fucking good. We like, would like get yeah, like four locos. Like, if we wanted to get. Drunk. I still have a video. <laughs> Oh my god, we we would get like the eleven ninety nine tequila bottles, like the Jose Cuervo. We would like search like all day and like try to find like the cheapest alcohol bottle mm-hmm. we could. Um, and then like I remember like we didn't have any chasers, so you just chased a four loco with your tequila. I was like, bro, I was like, oh no, dude. I saw the video of that. We we have a lot of. <laughs> I think that really humbled us up too. You know, for yeah. like because. Now, like, you know, you're you're living in a nice place. Mm-hmm. I'm in my own spot, too. Exactly. And I'm very, we're all both very happy with that. But, yeah. like, it's so good to just reminisce, you know. I and, agree. Like, remember that. Because we always forget, you know. We forget that, like, we're so blessed, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, like, uh, we, we always talk about, like, we, we thought it was expensive, like a $5. Yeah. <laughs> $5 fee to go into, like, a club. <laughs> i know we'd be like they'd be like vip is only 25 we like 25 bro like why the fuck would we pay that dude and like now we're like dude like that's yeah take my money bro like you ever that's see that future rama meme where it's like take my money yeah. this is literally yeah dude i i remember that dude yeah we those had, times were those are broke times man but we were happy though we, we, were, were, we were so happy i would I like, honest i don't know about you but i was much happier then than i am now really yeah i mean like i'm happy of course but like you there's something about experiences like that that like you just can't redo right it just felt like we were so it's like when you first travel somewhere mm-hmm. yeah and like that feeling of like oh my god everything is so brand new you're yeah. exploring and you're just happy to just be there yeah and that that was that was i think us the yeah. first year 100 percent. you know and we like, were like just walking down hollywood boulevard even though it's trashy and like yeah dirty and like we were like just happy to just yeah we're just happy there, to be yeah. there and like I, I i've been driving down hollywood boulevard a few times this week and i think i was just thinking about that if, like a, probably like a week ago i was like man i was like me and sal used to like walk the street like drunk yeah. as fuck we used to like walk to the party and then yeah back home walk back you know like, you never realized like those are miles bro like those we are, never like realized those that are, like some long walks i, I remember have, we like walked all the way to the academy or something what was that the five dollar yeah the five dollar like fee play it was like it was right next to academy oh right next to the academy uh the florentine right yeah yeah the florentine. i think it's closed is it closed i think yeah i think they don't, they don't do parties anymore damn I don't know. but, that, but that was a while back but dude that, that that's like a 1.5 miles from here yeah, bro you know like, what i mean and we walked that shit. past the highway yeah and past we watched that shit like drunk dude yeah back to my spot yeah that was I, like oh yeah further. yeah yeah because i'm actually really close to your old spot yeah. i'm like two blocks from your old spot but it's even further than here dude that we had some good memories in that 
just apartment, walking. dude, and walking, dude, the McLovin game, dude. Oh. oh man, that was awful. Joe still has videos of those. Oh, I, only I saw see them the tonight. other day. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like, ah, <laughs> but yeah, dude. Overall, dude, you know. I'm so happy where we are now, though. Like, you know, like I was Good. saying, like, I think I was the happiest in that moment. But, like, the happiness I have now is completely and utterly different. You know what I it's mean? Different. Like, yeah. like, that was a very happy time for me as a young adult and, like, like, getting into the world and, like, uh -huh. figuring my shit out. And now I'm, like, married and I have a dog and, you know, my own place and stuff like that. And, like, that's a different type of happiness. Like, that's, like, oh, oh like, sure. I'm growing up now. Like, I'm you know probably a few years away from being a father as well you know what i mean like it's like you notice these things as you grow as well and like you said we've grown mm -hmm. so much since then you know you your career has just gone i've noticed yours I've too noticed. i appreciate it i've noticed yeah. bro like i just noticed like you know sometimes you'll go to dinners or like you know like sometimes you'll tell me like oh i met this celebrity i'm like and you just like play it off i'm like bro like that's awesome bro like that's so cool and like you know, it's like little things like that, man, that like make you realize that not only is growth inevitable, but it's also a slow process, dude. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's the biggest like thing for me. But I realized it's, it's both slow and quickly because like mm -hmm. it's been three years, you know, since we first moved out here. Mm -hmm. But those three years went by oh, so quick. So fast. And three years are a long time. Mm -hmm. Long time. Uh, but they they went by so quickly. Yeah. So I like I always get excited to see like okay where are we gonna be at in like two years from now? Yeah. You know I can't even because even wait. though it's a slow slope, you know, going up and like mm -hmm. well, there's always things happening. There's always like challenges. Like there's all like you know we always get better at what we yeah. do and like I'm just excited. I'm 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 it. so excited to see where we are in a few years, even from now, bro. Like yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy, man. I, I can't wait to see this in like five years. <laughs> I know, dude. We're gonna be like, oh man, we look like such babies, right. you know? And like, you're gonna be all tatted up. I am, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna be so like. Beards. That's why I keep telling Sabrina, like, when we go to Brazil in a few weeks, I'm like, I'm gonna come back with like hella tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, get them there because they're yeah. Cheap. Oh, dude, they're so cheap, dude. I think like I could get like a whole back piece for like eighty US dollars. Oh, you no know way. what I mean? Like it's you know it's really cheap there. So, but dude, overall, like the growth that we're going to go through the next few years is going to be great. And mm -hmm. I'm excited to see like the people we meet as well. And like, yeah. you know, and I've met a lot of great people through you as well. Like some really good friends like Ethan. Mm -hmm. uh, I met Shane from mm -hmm. the studio that one night, Fen, you know, like all these people and like, they're great people. And like, you know, that's what I love about you too, is like, you never bring me around people I don't fuck with. That's oh. why I could trust you so much too. Is Cause like we have very similar tastes in people as well yeah and so like sure. it's I, so important out here to be oh. like aware of who you meet mm -hmm. and like i've i've, I've kind of gotten kind of like this skill of like knowing exactly like what type of person you are like i'm mm -hmm. I'm, a, I'm very good at like seeing like if this person is like good or this mm -hmm. person is like good at reading people i'm good at reading people yeah. yes I'm good at definitely. Reading. I'm good re at reading people for the most part, except that one dude. You know who? Oh. <laughs> but yeah, but like for the most part, I'm pretty good at reading people. And like most people out here are pretty down to earth, to be honest. Yeah. It's I think what really like gets in the way is really money. I think that's what really like sacrifices a lot of like relationship is when money gets into right. play, or even like if they i've i mean i've i've had a lot of relationships where like they've only been one sided to like you know because mm -hmm. they want you for a certain reason 
Yeah, you they know? only they only need you till they only need you till they need you. you right. Know? And then they don't talk to you, you know. Until they need LA. you again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very LA, you know, and like a lot of things like that have just I think taught us a lot. You know, like going back to saying no, like, you know, situations like that, you got to learn to like be self-aware and be aware of like the people that are using you versus people that actually want to like genuinely. Right. And you, you want to keep those people close. And that that's kind of why I like, I am start I'm, I want to balance my life more. Yeah. And I'm starting to do that. Cause like, sometimes I've felt like I've got so overworked that the people I do love, like I've been like kind of separating myself from them, Same. you know? And it's the, it's the worst feeling ever. It is. It's it the is. worst. Because you like, you know, you're doing something yeah. wrong and like, it almost feels like, like, wow, like I, I'm really fucking it up. I think like, I think what I really look for, like for into a person these days too, is like, if I can like be brutally honest with them as well, like with you, I can mm -hmm. always be brutally honest, be like, right. I text you sometimes, be like, yo, are we even like cool right now, bro? Right. Like, even though like we've nothing had our happens, moments, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We've had our moments or even like Sabrina's like, are you, you know, like upset or something, you know, like, and you're always honest with us. And like, that's so important. And like, that's what I noticed with like the people you bring around me is uh -huh. I'm always honest, even like Bella. You know, like I, I upset her that one time, but she was fully blown honest with me. And like, I was honest with her and like, you know, like I respect that heavily, bro. Cause so many people mm. bullshit you out here and like, just to know, just to be surrounded by someone that can be honest with you and like, just represent their feelings with respect yeah. and they represent your feelings with respect and just be like set like every distance, like or difference aside and just be like, mm -hmm. Hey, look, you know, this is happening. I'm not sure if this is okay. It really right. has taught me that like communication in any relationship is just so key. important. Yeah. It's so important, bro. That's that's what I tell all my friends that are like slightly shy or I can mm -hmm. tell when there's always something wrong. Cause I like, you know, I have friends that like they won't tell you. But yeah, they'll, they'll, but you'll feel it. Oh yeah. 100%. You know, and but I'm always like, just let me know. Like, just tell me, you know, if if yeah, just be straight up. Just be straight up. And like it's I think that's super important because then like they start to get even more comfortable with you and like mm -hmm. those friends like they're like those friends that I, I have told told that to they're always like they let me know when they don't do not want to do something or yeah. like they they feel uncomfortable with something or like they feel like they need to talk about something you mm -hmm. know and that's really great to have like people like real people yeah it it's it's so it's really good but it also kind of like I don't know about you but I start like I start expecting everyone to do it at mm. like a certain point you know because like a majority of people are very honest with me like you know and there's not very very many people that i don't fuck with like i i genuinely like majority of people you know what i mean and like hopefully likewise people feel the same for me right you know so i don't really ever have that conflict you know having to deal with that but you can tell dude definitely when like someone is not fucking with you at the moment or it's very obvious like you know especially if you know how to read body language you know what i mean it's very yeah. obvious but i think that's what like people don't realize is like all you have to do is just talk like it, it it sucks like it does suck like it's hard like for instance like with the situ the birthday situation i didn't want to hit the person up but i was like it's necessary like i respect this person mm -hmm. uh i was upset and i was just trying to be a husband you know trying to protect my woman and like and that's exactly what i said like straight up i was like you know like it's my fault like you know i was rude that's on me you know what i mean and like I owned up to it and like that's what I like I really pay attention to is a lot of people we talk to like own up to their mistakes and they own up to things and it's it's really difficult but I swear on my life dude like 
it saves so many relationships and friendships and it's like the next person next time i saw that person we we're all like loving on like loving each other like talking you know right. and, fun it's, it's, and like that's so important because yeah. then there's no tension like there's exactly. just like I mean, if it, it if it is someone's fault, then it takes a little bit longer to kind of like gain that trust back. But yeah. that that trust always comes back. You, you can know? you can regain it by being an honest person. Yeah, and, and just and being still yourself. at least trying to make you know. Make like I've I've had those type of relationships, you know, recently too, where like I've like kind of screwed up and like yeah, I've, same. I've like you know, and now I'm kind of like okay, I really need to get on top of my stuff because I don't want to lose a friend and like you don't you know, especially when it's someone you love, you want to be there. Yeah you know i agree i agree and like it's really important to just be on the same page with people i feel like i feel like that's really what ruins like a lot of friendships with other people like you ever have like a friend that says something about you and then another friend is like oh that's a bit sus if that makes sense like and it kind of changes their perspective on you like that happens to me sometimes like the person you know who uh the person that Mm -hmm. i kind of have beef with the most like he does that and like people will hit me up. That's why I love honesty for my friends. Cause some people will be like, yo, this person's saying this, is this true? Like, and I'll be like, no, that's whack. And honestly, <laughs> like at, at our age, I feel like that drama is just so unnecessary. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm like, it's just good to be honest now. Like you yeah. need to, it's, it's and crucial. If you, if you don't like fuck with someone or you don't like someone's energy, then that's cool too. It's like, cool. Like you don't have to bash them. You don't have to like, you don't have to hate just, if you don't like someone, you don't like someone. Yeah. And like when people bring up this certain person, like, oh, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, I don't really mess with him. But like, you know, he's cool. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I wouldn't not recommend it. Like if someone's like, oh, I'm going to have this person exactly. on the shoot. It's because everyone's opinion is different. Like when I hear like celebrity opinion, like feel like when people are like, oh, this celebrity did this on set. It's like that's one person's opinion, bro. Like you can't just rule out that person based on one person's opinion. Right. Like, you have, you to, have to like meet them. You have to meet them and set your own opinion. And it might suck but it's like you learn the lesson you know like okay i mess with this person or i don't you know what i mean and like that's what i've learned too is like no matter what anybody says like i will always put myself in the uncomfortable position first to like work with the person or meet the person and then i'll learn the lesson or i won't learn the lesson you know what i mean like exactly either i work with them again or i don't and like it's a trial base and like i feel like that's what a lot of people need to do with friendships and relationships is kind of view it as like one you need to be honest too like if you don't like really fuck with somebody like you don't have you can let them know but you don't have to be a dick about it yeah be like hey like not. Mm-hmm. like with this person you know who i'm talking about i'm like we don't work well together dude like and you know that like mm-hmm. you know and i told him like you know that bro like we don't work well together you know we don't get along i was like i'm never gonna diss you like in front of other people but if people ask me my opinion you i'm just gonna be like you know he's just not my type a person i usually hang out with but for sure he hangs out with a lot of my other friends you know mm-hmm. what i mean and so like i'm i could never bag on somebody also for working hard and like you know butting heads sometimes happens when you're on set or in a studio like butting heads is gonna happen you know you gotta like learn to distance yourself from the relationship versus the situation as well you can't mm-hmm. take things personal out here as well yeah for sure and like also like when it comes to like work and stuff like kind of um you know, like if if there's someone you 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 enjoy working mm-hmm. with or you do not enjoy working with, but you just have to work together, yeah. Then just kind of like separating that, you know. Yeah, I agree. And like, you know, especially in the film and music business, sometimes you're gonna be in 
moments where you do have to work with somebody you don't like because you you, you can't control you can't control who gets hired during what you're just there for your position exactly that's the rule like when i when i engineer for people there's there's of course like clients that i'm like not fond of yeah or like i'm i'm not like you know they might not be the best clients you know but i still have to be there and i still have to be like my total like 100 percent self you know i agree i agree man and you know i just think there's just this new wave at least i've noticed this like new wave of people where they they're learning they're really learning to gap professionalism versus personal issues as well i've noticed a lot like that's why I really fuck with a lot of people you bring around and like a lot of people I bring around I fuck with because they've learned this art. And I, I think it's an art learning to work with people that you don't like because that's a difficult thing to do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And if you can separate your differences just to get a job done, like that's great. That's awesome. Like you, that's what you should do. You know, yeah. at the end of the day, if you don't fuck with that person, you don't got to talk to that person, but you need to respect them and act cordially during respect work. their work, you know, they respect their be work good at what they because do. at the end of the day, everyone say on set, everyone on set doing whatever job they're doing, they're good at their job. That's why they're there. Yeah, exactly. You know, you can't just be like, oh, I don't like this person. Their work is shit because you don't like the person. You know what I mean? And that's what I noticed in the film business is like sometimes the person I'm talking about does that, like just because he doesn't like the person. Or she doesn't like the person, mm-hmm. they automatically rule out their work ethic. And I'm like, just because I don't like the person doesn't mean I don't think they're a great artist. Is there like a lot of like, like how to call it, like competition and sets like? Yes and people no. People trying to compete for like who's better at something. Yes and no. I think it's more talk rather okay. than like an actual competition. It's like, oh, like I wouldn't say it's really competition. I guess. I feel like everyone, from my experience I've had, Mm -hmm. everyone respects each other equally. And sometimes people will like suggest things and then people will get upset. And then they'll kind of, that's kind of a, that's kind of as bad as it gets. And like sometimes people take recommendations, sometimes people don't. But in competitive sense, not really. At least I haven't experienced because they, they don't give you the opportunity to be competitive. You're there to get your job, do your job and get it done. Like you're not there to, do if you're like the writer of the project you're not there to tell the direct like i mean not the director you're not there to tell the producer what to do you know what i mean or like oh yeah i guess it's different yeah and so yeah. it's 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 very different uh you know some some positions like say you're a second eight assistant camera or a first assistant camera you know someone could be a better ac than the actual first ac like say the right. second ac is better than the actual first ac and that might be a little tension there but like at the end of the day you can't do anything about that true you know what i mean like you can't get somebody fired because you think you're better and in my experience like i guess it's different because like you guys have like set roles mm-hmm. like for example in, in a studio there might be like four different engineers you know all doing the same job mm-hmm. they have different gigs maybe yeah or like in in the management companies i work with like they have like six seven producers you know and we're all part of the same team we all kind of do the same thing yeah different levels you know um so over there there's a bit of a competition i guess yeah Yeah. that that makes everyone kind of does the same thing but at the same time i feel like i kind of like just learned like um because when i first came into like studio environment as an intern like 2020 like Mm. i like i had like a big ego 
of mm. like, oh, I'm really good at what I do. Mm. <laughs> Just because I, I was coming out of like school and I had like a bunch of experience prior to school. So coming into the studio, but then I got humbled up so quickly oh, really? when you see like everyone being like better than you at what you do. So I like learn to like befriend the people that you work with. And like learn, like truly learn from them. Yeah. You know, that's what I always look into. Like even with the thesis coming up, you know, I, I'm, I'm the main thing I'm excited about is I, I'm not only going to learn from my actors, I'm going to learn from my producer. Who's a really good friend. Mm -hmm. I'm going to learn from the DP. Who's a really good friend, Vladimir. He's one of my best friends as hey, well. You know what I mean? Shout so out like, Vlad. Shout out Vlad. <laughs> shout out. <laughs> but yeah, like, you know, I, I love the c collaboration of both of our careers. You know, there's yeah. a lot of room for collaboration. There's a lot of room to form ideas. Like when you're in a writer's, like when you're sitting down writing some, something with somebody and it's like three or four people, it's like four brains working at once. You yeah. know, like much like knowledge that is like, that's so crazy. And I'm, I'm sure it's the same thing in the film yeah. business. It's like you have all those brains in one room and like you're going to make something great. Even if it's shit, it's going to be great because... Yeah, the amount of brains that we're working on it yeah and you 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 learn relationships and you are you earn relationships and you really learn to not only like new things not only do you learn new things but you also get to further yourself in whatever aspect you're currently working in like when of i'm course. a first assistant director a director works with the actors and an assistant director works with the crew so when i'm an assistant director I'm constantly learning everything from the crew, like, mm -hmm. like, uh, like Gaffer, which is like the electrician of a set. I don't know how to light shit, dude. I don't know how to do that shit. But every time I go on set, I learn something new about lighting. You know what I mean? And it's like, that's the thing I also realized about progress is it's slow. You know, it takes time, dude. Like your knowledge you gain takes time, dude. I've been in college for like six years. Yeah. I have like knowledge in like psychology, like all these things, but all, and I wouldn't regret it all the classes I took before I came to film school because like I gained all that knowledge and it helps me in the situations I'm in sometimes. Right. You know what I mean? And like, that's why I like, I love film sets. And even in, when I go to the studio with you, I go to the studio with you sometimes take mm -hmm. photos and videos. Right. And I always learn something from people, like whether it's marketing strategies or uh, how to boost your TikTok up or like, like that's what Johnny was, uh, uh, not Johnny. Uh, that's what Fen was telling me. You know what I mean? And he was like, oh, yeah, you need to do this and this and this and this and this. And I'm like, dude, that's, like, great knowledge to have. That, like, yeah, he knows. He yeah, knows you know what I mean? That, like, yeah. And so, like, it's it's great to learn things from people. And your relationships are so important in this industry, both industries. Sure. You know what I mean? But, you know, nevertheless, bro, this conversation has been great. I, yeah, dude. I love that, you know. I'm so glad we finally got to do it, dude. I like, know. I think we literally, yeah. I've been trying to get you on since season one, which started in February of 2021. It's almost a year. Yeah, it's almost a year, bro. Like, you know what I mean? So like, if that's some context. If you made it to the end of this episode, that's the context of how long I've been trying to get this fool in. <laughs> but, you know, he's a busy man. And, you know, when he's not busy, I'm usually busy. So, you know. Or but, we're partying. Or partying, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, I don't want to know what, you know, like, I ain't going to take you from your party element because you work so hard, you deserve it. You know what I mean? Oh, like, no, people so. deserve it. This is fun, though. I love talking to people. I love talking. <laughs> I love talking and just, like. I love getting to know people. Even though I've known you for three years, I feel like I learned some new things. From and you then you're like, you and Sabrina are like my family. Exactly. You know, like we, I mean? 
we grew up here. I came with like no family. Yeah, dude. Me and Sabrina already talked about it. you're gonna be like our like the godfather of our children. Dude, yeah, dude. So like you're like family to us. <laughs> you guys heard it first. Yeah, you guys heard it first. <laughs> if anybody else is, you have all the right to call me on shit. But <laughs> but no, like for real, dude. We love you, dude. And you know, you've been a big part of my life and Sabrina's life since she got in the picture, you know. And it's been such a fun journey, no, yeah. dude. And I'm very excited. To yeah thank you for having go. me bro dude of course thank you for coming dude again everyone this is my best friend salvador music producer audio engineer and of course amazing human being thank you of course all right guys thank you so much see you next week